ever seen God or a God? Uh, you're talking about George Burns, am I right? Oh, that's a good one. Oh, yes. Yeah, so God on screen. I have never seen God in person or a God in person. But on screen, <laughs> never quite drunk yeah, George Burns played but, God. But but we have seen him on we have seen him on 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 screen. Absolutely, I see him, her, them. Yeah, we have, yeah, we've seen we've seen God on screen. Surely, I mean Alanis Morissette for a start. Alanis Morissette, yes. Who was in like um who who plays who, who plays like God in in Dogma, the Kevin yes. Smith film, which I have yeah. never seen actually. Yeah, yeah, and I do quite like Alanis Morissette, and she's a good choice. Yeah, if, if I if I die and, and it all goes wrong and it turns out that there is a god up there, I hope it is Alanis. That would be all right. Yeah, it could be. Well, I, it could do I worse. Did, I did see that long ago, and the one thing I remember is that she can really make this loud, loud sound that just kind of <laughs> stops everyone and everything. <laughs> when have you seen God on screen? Um, I've seen gods on screen um, in a number of films. I mean, apart I, from this, I, apart from this week's films. Yeah, well, I pause because this is all Western and Christian stuff. I don't know that I've ever seen Buddha, or I'm trying to think if I've seen any of the Indian gods. Or there used to be a TV series when I was a boy called Monkey Magic. Yeah, where um, where, where you know, and, and like the Buddha would like I think it was like a regular recurring character on that show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's as far as it goes. I think. Yeah, most of my most of my film experiences would be Christian for sure. Um, I loved uh, a film by Denny Arcan, a Quebecois director who um, made a film called Jesus of Montreal. Right. Um, okay, I haven't seen that. And I lived in Montreal, and so I really related to it. A lot of it's shot right on the mountain in the middle of the city, and uh, it's about this... Um, it's kind of believable. It's about this, uh, this acting troupe who is putting on a st- uh, biblical story, I guess the story of the Christ, and then the lead character starts to believe he is Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's definitely, it's dramatic. It's not that funny. I mean, it has its comic moments, but um, it's just sort of what happens when someone starts to take on a part too too carefully, I guess. It's almost like uh, the method actor gone wrong or something. Um, mm-hmm. But it's a great story. It's not like a super expensive film. Um, shot right there in Montreal um, with the sort of uh, a lot of the core actors that Archon used it over the years. So that, that one was memorable. Um, Is there a kind of 90s trend for like these kind of Judeo-Christian sort of movies? Because I'm thinking like, yep. so um, Dogma, Jesus yep. of Montreal, Last Temptation yep. of Christ. That was like early 90s, wasn't it? Which is yep. the Scorsese film. Yep, yep. Which which I have seen. I, I, the only thing I really remember about it is Harvey Keitel being in it and me being kind of yeah. quite surprised. I think he plays. Does he play Judas? God, I don't remember. remember that film at all. The thing I, I most vividly remember see. is the soundtrack because I had it on cassette and played it endlessly for a few months. Was that know, Peter so. Gabriel? It was no. Peter Gabriel. It was, yeah, okay, yeah, very yeah. evocative soundtrack. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that I do and remember. Willem, Willem Dafoe as Jesus, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a he good one. Certainly had the cheekbones for it. Yes. He's got the face. Well, it's funny because he also had the face for Nosferatu the Vampire, didn't he? <laughs> so that says something. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, go ahead. I was going to say, the, I'm trying to think of like other times when we see God on screen, uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail yeah. features like a, you know, no, an animated true. God. Yeah. And Life of Brian, actually. Does, does God come down in, in Life of Brian? Certainly, well, certainly, you know, Jesus appears kind of in the background. Um, so there was, yeah, Monty Python probably made more films about God than any of the other filmmakers yeah. that we're going to come up with on this list. Yeah. 
Um, I was going to mention Ben-Hur because I've seen that a number of times. It's long. Charlton Heston. Oof. Um, the, the, <laughs> it's funny because it's technically about uh, Christ and all that, but it's kind of very much in the background, and uh, it gives way to all the chariot races, which are really yeah. exciting. And that's the chariot thing. racing is the only thing I can remember from Ben. I don't think so, I've seen it all the way through. <laughs> there you go. So maybe that's why that's a good God film, is because it's really not about God. It's about chariot racing. It was Time Bandits. Okay, going back to the eighties. <sighs> Time Bandits features God, doesn't it? Like at the very end, they they meet like the the, the ultimate being, or whatever, don't they? Who was played by Ralph Richardson, okay. and they meet this kind of this very bumbly God in a disheveled disheveled suit. He's kind of you know, not really Who completely sure what's film? going on. Um, that, that, that was Terry Gilliam. Yeah. Okay. I remember seeing that and liking it, but I thought it was weird, and I was I was not quite at the age where I could do weird as well as I can now. So. <laughs> I remember going to see that at the cinema because it had um, Michael Palin in it, didn't it? And it had John uh, yeah. Cleese in it yeah. and it had Sean Connery. I mean, absolutely yeah. outstanding cast. Yeah. And, um, and you know, some of the images um, really kind of really, really stay in my mind. Yeah. Um, just the kind of the picture of, of these um, kind of little people pushing the pushing the wardrobe into the into the wall and then keep going because I had a wardrobe really quite similar to that in my bedroom actually and I was probably about the same age as the boy in the film oh. so that really stuck in my mind uh, I will say this I'm not a fan of Andrew Lloyd Webber nor do I think he's a god but <laughs> he has more money than god now <laughs> probably yeah yeah uh, Jesus Christ Superstar great oh. I love the soundtrack I love the music but um, the film by Norman Jewison that must be like 1972 or something like that is very good I just love that um, I'm not a big fan of musicals in general but that is um, a good one and a pretty darn good film version of a, of a musical See, I, uh, no, I'm not sure. I've never seen that. I'm not sure I've ever seen any of the the Andrew Lloyd Webber um, films. You didn't see you didn't see Cats, did you? <coughs> no, no, no. I well, then that pr- there must the, be a god if you manage to the, avoid seeing Cats. <laughs> he saved me. Jesus saves. Uh, the trailer, the trailer was so distressing that I could not possibly be seeing it. And again, I guess he's your countryman. I think he's an Englishman. Andrew yeah, he is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, I literally think he's got one great musical, and it's Jesus Christ Superstar. Everything I've seen has been terrible, but and he's um, been riding that carpet ever since. Yeah. Oh yeah, for fifty something years. Yeah. Um, any others that you can think of? Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you another movie where God turns up. This is, my my God reference is so ridiculously eclectic. <laughs> Star Trek Five. Have you seen that? Ah, uh, yes. Remind so, so, me though. Yeah. So, like the rule with Star Trek movies is that the the even numbered ones are really good. So, <laughs> so Star Trek Two was Wrath of Khan, and that was great fun. And then Star Trek Four had them going back to like Earth in the eighties. And that was directed by Leonard Nimoy. And that oh, was, that was with great the whales, fun. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, um, yeah, exactly, with the whales. And then so obviously after they'd gone back to the 80s, they must have been thinking, God, how are we going to top that? So yeah. in Star Trek V, Kirk um, yeah, meets God. Or at least it's like, but it turns out like to be a false God. And um, the God that they meet at like the end of the universe, or whatever, um, keeps persuading them. He's, he's trying to persuade them to let them let him use the Enterprise. Oh, wow. And you know, eventually Kirk cottons on. He says, wait a second, why does God need a spaceship? And that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's the big undoing for God. It's, you know, uh-huh. even even uh, God is outwitted by Captain Kirk. Oh, I like that's, that's that. That's my kind of hero. I like that. That's, yeah, I think that's uh, very telling that uh, someone <laughs> would pose as God and then try and get something by being God. 
It's sort of the opposite of the Beethoven symphonies. The, the good ones are the odd numbers, right? Ah. Uh, I'm not sure I'd have the oh, gall no, like, to claim that any of the Beethoven symphonies were bad. Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> of course not. But I guess it's the same as the Beethoven symphonies. You're saying that the Star Trek's odd numbers are good. No, the odd numbers are bad. The oh, even numbers are go. good. Okay, so it is. Even I numbers are good. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if they made it as far as six, though. I think I think it's just a cute way of saying that two and four are fine. Yeah. Two and four are good. Two <laughs> and four are good. Yeah. Well, and eventually, I think they change captains at that point because uh, ah. Star Trek Generations might be the sixth one. Ah. And that might be the one where Kirk finally dies. That's an excellent one, actually. I like that one. I think it's it's in the arms of Picard. Am I right? Yes, yes. So how do, how do we get from a conversation about God to, to Jean-Luc Picard? Well, actually, okay. that's a very small step. That is a very <laughs> small step. I think Shatner, he's kind of a god to me. Shatner is a, and, yeah, Shatner and, will be a god to all men of our age, surely. And, and Picard was a damn good captain. If not uh, divine, he was a damn good captain. Have you, have you ever had to write God as a character in any of your scripts? Um... No, I think I would avoid that at all costs. <laughs> I've, I've... I, did, the I, I did write a treatment for, I don't know if I told you, so I wrote a treatment for um, uh, a kind of comedy about a, a yeah. pub quiz team yeah. um, who end up meeting, meeting God. So it's like, it's like these kind of four sort of misfits who form like a pub quiz team. Okay. And you know what a pub quiz is. It's like, you know, it's like a British sort of thing and people kind yeah, of yeah. get together in the pub and they have to answer questions and, um, and they kind of, get uh, entered into this big pub quiz tournament so it's kind of four sort of misfits who've you know got problems and they're a bit shy and they kind of you know got their own troubles um and as they ascend um the the rankings and the pub quiz team you know like they uh they start um uh, having more and more remarkable teams that they have to play against, and then like, and then one team like features the the zombie undead Isaac Einstein, uh, <laughs> or sorry, um albert einstein yeah and then um and then like the next team after that uh they have to uh face off against the four horsemen of the apocalypse <laughs> and then uh, like in the very end they, they they end up representing the whole human race against like the ultimate quiz team and the ultimate quiz team was god buddha cthulhu the leader of the, oh, the ruler of the ancient earth and steve jobs <laughs> <laughs> and, and actually steve jobs was the was, was the captain oh boy that's a tough team to beat. Um, yeah, and, and it kind of I, uh, like the uh, the kind of the punchline is that you know it's impossible to to beat God, um, but they decide that you know, because God knows all the answers before the questions even asked, they decide this is unfair and they retire and this is cheating, and they kind of go back to their old little ways, but um, but they've kind of learned a little bit on the way. Did, now, did someone ask you to write that treatment? Or is that something <laughs> Can you to... imagine anyone ever asking me to write that? No, no. And strangely enough, no one has paid me for it either. <laughs> but now they've heard it on the podcast, maybe they will. Yeah, you should pitch it to God. It'd be uh, good marketing for him. <laughs> yeah, what's the address for the Pope? I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick it in an envelope tonight. You're right, it's a good idea. Vatican City. <laughs> that's it it's a one line address Pope, Pope Vatican City how hard can it be in fact even if you didn't write Vatican City it would probably still get there yeah, you could absolutely. probably just write the Pope on the envelope ah uh, now that's godlike power <laughs> no change of address forms thank you post office we've discovered yeah we've discovered the real god the post office <laughs> well I don't know that I have any other God on screen stories to tell. I think it's, uh, it's, it's what's the thing that Buddha says? You must uh, kill your teacher, kill your parents, kill your God. And I think we've done that. We've done that on the popcorn counter. We should go and see the film. <laughs> I think that's a good place to stop. 